Supporting a man who suddenly just assumed she would support him indefinitely gave Donna mixed feelings. Although he was there every day, she felt abandoned. Where was the man that was once her Prince Charming? Where was the man who had once created a foundation of stability for the both of them? Where was the man that gently kissed her on the lips before they fell asleep and before he went to work in the morning? Where was the Kevin that promised to protect her? Even though Donna was a strong, independent woman of forty-one, she loved that Kevin had a touch of chauvinism, and he was a gentleman and the king of the castle. After seventeen years of marriage, Kevin still opened her door and pulled out her chair. He still held her hand and playfully smacked her butt. He killed the bugs and insisted on taking out the garbage. It was not that Kevin thought Donna couldn't do these things. But he felt that it was his job as a man. He would say, I know you are my strong, independent, beautiful woman. I know you can do it. It is my pleasure and privilege to do these things for you. It's my job to create the foundation for our home and provide that stability. I will be the rock so that you can be the kite. Fly, my love, fly. Then he would flash her a sly smile and say, Plus, I don't want you to break a nail. They would both laugh. Earlier in their relationship, Kevin drew a picture of a huge boulder that was embedded into the earth, and a kite was tied to it, flying into the heavens. He had handed it to Donna with a smile on his face. It was Donna's favorite picture. She knew Kevin was her rock, but where was he now? She quietly shut the master bedroom door so as not to wake him, then walked to the kitchen in the dark, knowing the path by heart. As the coffee gurgled, she watched the sun rise over her crystal-clear infinity pool, which overlooked an oceanfront lake. The giant house, a 6,000-square-foot mini-mansion, had been a steal during the pre-recession real estate boom. They'd bought it from a local ball player who was looking to buy an even bigger house in South Florida. At the time, Donna didn't think twice about the asking price or the hefty mortgage. By 33, she was the COO and one of the founding partners of a hugely successful business intelligence company. Her job was to grow the accidental partnership into a purposeful consulting company, and she successfully did just that. Her business partner, Alan, was a brilliant technologist. He stumbled into multi-million dollar contracts because of his incredible genius and highly evolved business intelligence systems that gave companies critical information to make millions of dollars with the click of a button. What Allen had in smarts was severely lacking in business acumen and personality. And that was where Donna came in. Besides being an olive-skinned, exotic beauty with hazel eyes, crazy curly hair, and generous curves, Donna was extremely confident, had an outgoing personality, and boasted a high IQ that made her entry into Mensa a cakewalk. On the night Donna met Alan, she was at a Mensa dinner meeting. Alan had accidentally spilled an entire glass of red wine down Donna's leg and directly into her shoe, which was barely dangling on the tips of her toes. Instead of apologizing, Alan fell to his knees and began to clumsily sop the deep red liquid from Donna's leg with a white linen napkin while going on about the improbability of such actions to occur. This is highly irregular. An apology would be in order, 
However, when you consider the dimensions of this room, combined with the size of your shoe, and the probability of this entire action to occur, it must mean that some things are meant to happen. But that would be fate, and I don't believe in fate, and... If this is a pickup line, you have a long way to go, Donna interrupted. She chuckled. And unless you plan to drink that liquid out of my shoe, would you mind letting me handle the rest of this? She gently grabbed the napkin from Alan's hand as he nervously laughed. I saw you walk in the room, and I thought you'd be a bitch, he blurted. But you are really very nice. How did you get in here? Donna raised an eyebrow and coyly smiled. Well, it's nice to know I'm thought about and that you think I am an idiot. Turn off the charm. I don't think I can handle it. She stretched out her hand to Alan. I am Donna. It's nice to meet you. Alan? She said as she read his name tag and guided him toward the chair next to her.